0: tickets in advance. For the love of God. Now enjoy this podcast. Hello and welcome to The Snug Presents Elu legrand My name is Richard Loftus. I'm Lavin. In this series we will explore the Music and arts festival Elu Le Gros, and the people behind it as it goes into its third year. Today, we are joined by Tommy Bradshaw, co founder, and uh Tomas Morn, multimedia artist. Uh, hi guys, welcome to the podcast. Thanks very much, Hello. It, thanks for having us. Yeah, actually, the sun is shining outside for a change, yeah, with
1: the,
2: with the light on inside,
0: with the light on inside, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the curtains closed, and the curtains closed, yeah. So, uh, good luck to the sun, yeah. Um Tommy, I'll go to you first. Yeah. Um, for the the people that don't know, what is Le
1: Gras uh, is a music and arts uh, festival that's located in Ballyglunin In the Galway Damp area. It's on from the second or third of June this year, um, and yeah, it's, it supports everything that's art, music, creativity, passion, community-based festival. It's an independent festival. There's not much. There's no sponsorship. It's all very much been organically grown um, from everyone that's been involved. From the start From the off Um, And yeah Very much kind of Community based And all the support And everyone They have to come in Along with some of the people Here beside me That are involved in it That It takes a lot of people To pull something off Like something of it off So um, To get it to where To where it is And where it has been It's been an incredible Journey so far But hugely hugely thankful for everyone that's kind of made it to get to that position as well you know
0: yeah and you're a galway man yourself are you
1: i'm Galway man yeah i'm originally from knock Ooh. Yeah, oh yeah yeah okay side man so shut so, up um i went to the jazz that's where kind of when i was younger that's where I school that's where i went so yeah i definitely went, was in a few countries over the last over my 20s and stuff like that but primarily been galway based yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: so um just looking at your background and your bio and stuff like that mm-hmm. um I know you studied, like, philosophy and Correct, geography. Yeah. That's quite a jump to what you're, saying. your profession or your... or
1: if that's put it politely, not relevant to anything a bit at the minute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's I philosophy that's anyway, than, isn't it? Well, yeah, I suppose. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. A festival could be a philosophy in life, I suppose, some way looking at it. But, yeah, definitely it can be a complete drastic change, I suppose, uh, from what I studied to, to what, where I'm at now. Um, definitely been an interesting journey to kind of get where it was. I suppose I'd never really any go to college anyway, but... Uh, I was much more kind of always better practically. Someone was showing me how to do something, but always kind of interested in like technical graphics and construction stuff that was in school. They were kind of like probably my best, most strongest subjects and stuff.
2: Did you do it like um with the actual sheets and pencil and paper, or were you yeah. doing, like CAD?
1: So I originally it was actually the, the 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 So like the first year that I did the leaving cert was I was did it the pencils all the way up. Yeah. So when I did the leaving cert, it was the first time that I went on to um. So computer graphics then Yeah like He did a project that was 50% of it before he went in So oh, I was literally right. the first student who done that So I would've done it in Yeah, it's a good 13 years ago now I suppose
3: well, so, Still d- the same case now Yeah Up until Is it, yeah Yeah, about 5th, I think 5th year in school Solidworks, it. solid I think that's what it called Solidworks, solid 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 yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Industry so that was standard. the first introduction that I
1: had at the time like, yeah. So yeah When did you do the Levin sort? It was t- 13 years ago now So that's about two, 2000 is it? No, no yeah 2010 yeah
2: 2010 okay cool yeah
1: cool cool. so um so yeah that was kind of like when i was in school that's like most is kind of i've kind of found that as i I went along that um even anytime i was working or or any stages like anytime that showed me someone showed me kind of how to do something I was much more comfortable in that environment than i was ever kind of sitting down looking at something and being able to rhyme it off like so yeah yeah, i suppose as, as i went along i kind of picked things up as i went and that kind of brought a lot of kind of being like i suppose if someone's asked me like what what my kind of lead role in A2 is, i suppose i do a lot of the build side of it sort of design side of it but like i say that broadly because even the moss beside me like there's a lot of people that contribute towards getting to that point i probably maybe lead it organize it and kind of have different people that come into it and stuff like that um but i'd never take credit for everything that comes to a festival because yeah, yeah. there's so many things that kind of that there's so many moving parts that
2: and if something fucks up
1: yeah so yeah well some folks up come straight on me don't worry about that yeah. I'm the man they say everyone goes back to don't worry about that everyone else gets to walk away from it but, like the uh, guy
2: with the fuzzy hair and uh, Woodstock <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. He, he looked like he just walked away from everything yeah he walked away <laughs> and hasn't been
1: seen since what was since. his name um, oh good question um, you have,
2: did good. you watch the Woodstock documentary yeah, hey, Richie he's the guilty man I he don't is, know what, yeah. like,
0: what his name is really I don't know his, his
2: name. Na- I, sh- I fucking do know his name somewhere. He's the guy mm. with the vest and the curly hair. Yeah, Looks yeah. like he's in Creedence
0: Clearwater Revival. The guy that's interviewed in the massive house. So you know he did well out of the festival. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seoul, yeah. Like, at one point he just something, something fucks up and he just tears away
2: on a on a dirt bike. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Um. So um. You spent a lot of time in the states. Uh, I spent
1: like yeah for sure. I mean I spent I spent time in the states. States like I, I suppose. I initially went over there on a J one, um, and I had a lot of friends that lived over there, and um, a couple of lads that were involved with this, at the core, uh, Di and Evan, like they um, they had been living over there for a longer period of time. So I was kind of coming, coming back and forth, and I ended up going to like a festival there called Burning Man, which is probably a lot of inspiration to for you know people at the core of this and to the extended people that are, are helping with it and stuff.
2: Burning Man, yes,
1: yes, Burning Man festival, yeah. And how
2: many years have you been going
1: to that? I've been to Burning Man, I've, six years I think now at this stage yeah you think yeah six years I think uh, I went for so you like it so I, 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 I enjoy it anyway I enjoy the for me I, it's the the freedom side I think is the best of it yeah limitations like setting limitations on you like the first year I went out there definitely I was young enough when I went first time I was about 23 so yeah. like when I went there it was very much that kind of switch to kind of be like right well obviously you can do whatever you want as regards possibilities of pushing boundaries and creativity is there hmm a
2: guards? Is there guards out there?
1: Oh, there is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there is. There is like, it used to be much more law- like lawless back in like when it first originated. Yeah. Um, you know, thirty years, ago, whatever it was. You know, it started started on the Baker Beach in San Francisco. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it started with a couple of hun- with a couple of hundred people, and I suppose uh, there's a lot to be said for it as now, which is eighty, I think it's eighty thousand that was there last year. So like it's. I suppose it's refreshing to see if like whatever way it started with a couple of people on the beach just having a bonfire having a few beers having the crack like you know just kind of could you get a pint what could you it's, get a pint everything's free yeah free yeah. bars free food free. Everything. There's, no, there's no money out there so it's not it's a gift economy so essentially once you arrive on there there's completely cashless literally like yeah. you walk up to any bar everything's there all your food everything's handed out so you'd like you go out there like it's quite a big operation to pull off like you'd put whatever like a good couple of grand behind the bar like, for the Irish camp which is called Chaos um, out there, so like you basically just throw out you know drinks or anyone that comes to your party with there for the week. So, like, you literally that's the idea of it. it doesn't matter where you come from, what walk in life you're from, it's just basically no matter what. When you walk, when you take it a step over the line, whether you have 50 cent or you have a 500 million in your bank account, it doesn't really make a difference out there. So, I like that idea of kind of just neutralizing all that. So, it's the level yeah. of power once you step into that world. It's like we're all kind of on the same level and the same team to kind of get through the week.
0: So, when you went out there first, um, you probably went. You weren't involved in uh, Celtic Chaos On the first year were you? No
1: I wasn't involved. Like We'd heard so When I went with Di One of the lads that helps the found, One of the founders of this Like Like we When we first went The first year that we went there We didn't really know A whole lot about it To be honest I'd seen a documentary about it He'd been living in San Francisco For maybe a year at that stage And I went over in the J1 And I remember Reading about it And then I remember Watching a documentary about it And I was like I have to go to this thing Over in San Francisco And myself and Di Ended up going to it And I suppose when we went there, we just went with like a tent, like a little crappy stage structure. we Went with one of our good friends, Sinead, and um, a couple of their, her friends. And we didn't know anything about it. We knew there was an Irish camp there. Now, yeah. they'd been doing it for a long time. They'd yeah. been doing it for 15 years, way longer than we would have been there, you know? Oh, okay. 15, 20 years they would have been going on, you know? Uh, so, there was always an Irish presence out there, always. Because a lot of people, a lot of Irish live in America, and especially San Francisco on the Bay there and stuff. So... Um, yeah, they, they always had a camp that was there. So we did wander down to it um a few times and kind of got chatting to them. You know, um. so once we came back, then like we came back to second year, we, we still kind of did our own thing. We did an RV and then the third year we ended up camping in with them kind of the founders They took a year off and did a smaller camp. And then we've been there ever since with them, really. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So were you doing kind of any like event planning or anything like that before? But-
1: like not not i wouldn't say no not we used to do we used to do events in galway um called uh, passion which essentially we wanted to do like like evan had come back when the founders come back from uh, san francisco and we wanted to do parties back in galway and at the time like we weren't really sure i suppose per se um what exactly it was i kind of i think we wanted to have a party bring people together and we kind of just did it um you know christmas time one year and it was a party and a lot of people turned out to it and stuff like that, but I suppose it never really kind of had a bit of an identity of what it was. Um, but it kind of evolved itself into with a few other lads that got involved, um, where we started to do it for mental health and tried to raise money uh, for for or a gathering called kosan in town. So we did a couple of events in that line of work, which kind of gave an identity of what it was and it became a community based kind of um gig, you know, for a while. and then people went away traveling different things so like it kind of dispersed we didn't do it anymore but it was that, that was kind of our first I suppose learning curve and kind of putting together kind of events yeah kind of how it works and stuff like that but as an immediate background I didn't none of us really had an event like experience going doing kind of a degree or that kind of side yeah, of things yeah. kind of just picked it up as we went the different trades and I suppose you know that was definitely a good learning curve for to have and just how, it, how much it takes to actually pull it into something small like that there's uh, a lot of work that goes into them It's the same in any kind of event And like festivals then are just another level of Amount of effort that goes into it And how much it takes Especially for independent festivals Where there's not like You know here's, here's big sponsors and stuff To throw a lot of money And stuff yeah. to help you out with it It's just kind of You rely a lot on friends People that want to get involved And like even this year It's been great Doing um The form We do an open call every year just to kind of see what's out there—musicians, artists, DJs, whatever it is—that you can bring some of the food, anything that's abstract, anything at all. Because yeah. like reality of festivals, I suppose the great thing about it, why I think why I love it a lot, and it's like I know a lot of other people, is that there's no real restrictions on what you can do. It's kind of it's kind of open to anything, any kind of performance you can bring forward. To it's probably as big of a platform that you can get in in that aspect. To be kind of to be able to bring in multicultural kind of artistic kind of sides, be music and arts, food, all of that. Bring it all into one kind of area in one space for a weekend. So I suppose that's such traction with like doing the open call. It's like this year, last year we had maybe twenty odd applications, and this year we've you know seventy or 80, eighty odd that we had this year. Oh, that's great! So it's great that people. Yeah. And it's not just people that. Obviously, we try to fit in as many people as we can, bringing as new many, as new artists as we can. But it's also like a clown car. Yeah, like clown <laughs> car, one after the next, bang bang bang. No <laughs> problem at all. A little bit of this and a little bit of that. But yeah, like the great thing is, is that people also reach out that they want to help you know they just they heard about it you know and, and they heard it's a community festival a small independent one and people resonate with that a lot you know they can identify with that i, th- I find especially you know obviously like and i've been to big festivals and i, I love the big ones too they're all together and stuff and i've been to them you know but and there is a beauty to them of course it's a big spectacle and there's so many people and it's yeah. great and it's a great show and it's incredible you know it is um but there's also such a beauty in having a small and independent one where, you know, as many people can be feel part of it to, to create a little bit of magic for that one weekend of the year. Yeah, that you can come and be able to get, choke out of it. So, you know, like all those things are like little things that are so important to us as an organizer as you're going forward that you want people to come and help with it. It's like like we're sitting here today It's going kind to of reach out to kind of be able to help with it and see like, you know, get an idea of what it was and be able to represent the West in some regard and the rest yeah, of Ireland yeah. in that yeah. regard. You know, it takes all out of that
0: because it's strange for for Galway for such a creative hope and stuff like that you can't really put your finger on a festival that came from Galway not for a long time the the Galway Arts Festival yeah that's not a like that's not a festival like uh, like Body and Soul and stuff like that you're right there yeah Yeah. and plus Galway Arts Festival has kind
2: of gotten bougie I suppose is that the the term for it
0: I suppose it's more professional than it was in previous years yeah it's
2: like I, in my head, it's always like that '80s Joel Bosk style, like, <laughs> yeah, yes. mm. like you, you ever watch like Reeling in the Ears, Yeah. And you see like the big fucking, um, what was it the the Gulliver's trap the Gulliver oh, yeah, sculpture yeah. on the beach, or like a couple of years ago there was that flying tit sculpture, yeah, the tit monster. <laughs> yeah. um, and these days it's just kind of uh, pedestrian. Is it the wrong right mm. word?
0: I don't know. It, it, it depends what you're into. Really, I'm not I'm like. not sure, but yeah. um.
2: But yeah, no, it's interesting to see festivals pop up. That's great.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah no, definitely for sure. I mean, like, you know, there. Are, Galway is obviously a very, it's a very artsy like town yeah. in general. It's do pretty, do
2: do you reckon Galway is sort of getting more artsy or less artsy?
3: I think it's a good question. Um, I think more. Yeah, <laughs> more. I, yeah, from yeah, from my perception, like, cause I'm a bit younger than Tommy and. There's not that much like happening around Ireland' like arts wise yeah um but Galway seems to have a lot of small little kind of secrets going on okay um, yeah,
2: so like more grassroots kind of stuff yeah gra- grassroots is the the right word okay yeah. great um
3: which so yeah obviously you have to go and and look for it, but yeah. then again, things kind of like seem to come and die pretty quick as well because it's hard to keep well, it's that, Galway that going. things
2: come and die in Galway very yeah. very quickly, you know mm what is it what do they call it The Graveyard of Ambition The
0: Graveyard of Ambition
1: Mm. (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah Tomás to touch on your background then you're a multimedia artist
3: Uh, explain that Um, so yeah it's essentially um, art that is well as a multimedia artist it just means that I kind of dabble with lots of different types of art forms crayons and 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 playdome yeah no (laughs) Um but so I focus a lot on kind of the the techy side. So yeah. there's this kind of a fairly new um art kind of world art form called new media art. It's not the best um name, but um it's essentially just art that involves a lot of tech, so the news technology. But it's usually it goes beyond kind of like augmented reality VR, all that kind of stuff. It's more like in a physical space yeah um so obviously that's really good for the likes of festivals and events um and things like that so and kind of museums a lot of installation artwork um so there's these kind of museums popping up around the world a few dedicated to new media art i know tommy's probably been to more than i have actually (laughs) um but yeah so it's cool people are really pushing the boundaries with it which is what i really like
0: yeah um, yeah so when i seen it first and this is just really basic stuff it reminds you of like old windows screensavers the way they used to move and uh, interact with each other and stuff yeah. like that but obviously with the advent of uh, coding and stuff like that it's you know multiplied to such a massive degree now yeah um so it, it's it it lends itself to working well but like but electronic music and stuff like that
3: yeah electronic music Um, and i suppose what you were kind of pointing out there was probably like generative art so um that's where like the the new kind of technology comes in where you'd see a lot of visual artwork and audio and lighting and things like that that is all generated in real time Mm -hmm. so which means it's very like dynamic and changing and the really powerful thing about that is um it can become interactive so obviously you've like we're used to different sensors and cameras and all that kind of stuff and where's and, the
2: power in it being interactive
3: so um it's not it doesn't get boring it's it's also because you can do an installation yeah um and it's constantly being fed by these um and the sensors and things, you can have people interact with the artwork, which I think is like really the main thing that a lot of people focus on, um, so like motion tracking, things like that, so you can step into a space and suddenly become part of the artwork, you're not just staring and looking at a screen, and because it's generative, it's constantly changing, it's like when you're a kid and you used to watch a lava lamp, like you could stare at that for hours because it's...
0: Actually, that's a good example. Yeah. that's yeah. it's, it's generally yeah.
3: how <laughs> I how I like kind of describe. Do you have artwork. a lava
1: lamp currently? Anymore. I used to
0: have one. Yeah, on that.
3: He used to be obsessed with doing Richie, that. that's really a teenage thing. Oh man, I got a new lava lamp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They'll come back into fashion for years. Oh you yeah, yeah. Yeah, for I'm sure. sure. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: So was it at was it at Westerville that that you guys met?
3: Yeah, it was
1: it was Westerville that um. That we met originally. Where's West, now? Westport. Arts Festival.
0: That's Westport
2: Arts Festival. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah. So we actually met because um Tara uh, Clark one of the was one of the organizers for Westville. So we'd done the festival the first first year um in that would be twenty twenty. So when we did it the first year, um Tara had seen us come down to see it and uh, she was on a word she offered us to come in to do uh, to come and do a stage there for a couple oh, cool. of gigs and stuff like yeah. that Um, and Thomas is happy to be doing it but again that was during the you know the confusion of Covid at the time so mm. they ended up that we couldn't do the gig because not so many people had to be seated and tables and all that riffraff so it wasn't really worth doing it in the end uh, but Thomas is doing uh, an installation down there so he's doing a set up next door um, in a garage you can I suppose you can talk about it better more than I would but uh, that's where we that's an issue where we met yeah And actually at the time We actually met We actually Was actually a brief interaction I don't think mm. we actually realised At the time Who each other were We kind of yeah. just had A small conversation Because people didn't tell me about it And you'd been It's quite, that it's quite as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny actually Because it was just a short Kind of like I don't know Probably 30 seconds Or more than that 20 yeah. 30 seconds We were both
3: a- Very busy uh, Like kind yeah. of the week Coming up to the festival I was doing my Kind of installation And I was in a lot of like Building and stuff as well And uh, and then Tommy was In and out And I think he had a lot of Wood and bits and pieces in at the garage where i was doing my setup and in and out kind of saying hello to each other mm. and yeah and it wasn't until the day of um that i kind of did my kind of exhibition and tommy came in and had a look and we started yeah very brief like chat yeah. but i knew he was probably one of the only people that was in there and knew what it was a, what it was about and mm. um you'd i remember us talking about team lab do you remember that
1: yeah team lab is a um Team Team lads is like yeah, it's a place in Japan. It's kind of like I, I visited before the whole COVID thing. I was in Japan, and it's essentially like a three or four story building, a massive warehouse place that it basically a lot of interact Thomas to do like work. It's basically the pinnacle of kind of the high end the office of the Japanese in the middle of Tokyo. Oh, but wow. it's like literally, it's an incredible. If anyone mm. that wants to Google it, you should Google it. It's an amazing thing to look at. Or if you ever got the chance to go to Japan, I highly recommend it. But. Um, yeah we kind of bounced off that Because then he was Automatically was like Well that's the standard that he has As regards where he wants to go You okay. know That's kind of the standard of Maybe the pinnacle of That kind of world That Thomas kind of wants to get yeah. into
0: You're it, aiming high Thomas <laughs> Yeah yeah There's no no harm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What um? Where was the installation in Westport Exactly Because I know the towns so. It
3: was in um An old garage Called Brennan's Garage I think Everybody would know that's kind of the name of it. Yeah. It, was, um, it was an old, like, mechanics uh, garage for a good few years. And then for the last few years, as long as I remember, it was just, a, like, a bike, um kind of a bike shop. I think I I know it, yeah. yeah I think yeah, eh, yeah, yeah. most people who it's would around on the Caspar side sport, when you're kind of coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah near... There. there used
1: to be the supermarket beside it. I don't know, if it was a Dunn store. Yeah, Dunn's. It was, was Dunn's Dunn Dunn that used to be beside it. But yeah. then that's actually where we were, did the artsy. That's why I was working inside in that area. So he was next door. because oh, okay. It was empty at the time. I think there's yeah. someone in it now, but... That's where I was working, so we were beside each other. That's how we kind of met. Richie's
2: yeah. from Mayo.
0: Yeah, i Kaspar, so. Oh, right. Yeah. Ah. He's just over the road. Yeah. He's a fishhead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Or> Rich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you were drafted into the second year of ALU Le then?
3: Yeah Second um, year yeah Second year yeah Because we
1: just done So We'd done Elu, uh The first year was September uh, September 2020 yeah
3: Yeah and then Westville was October Right we met yeah, yeah so. That's where we
1: chatted and kind of Yeah like I said it was like a brief interaction at the time It was also like inside the worst where the projections are Usually it's obviously dark for projections and different things like that So I remember we couldn't really see each other And I think a couple of months later um, Mel a kind of mutual friend of ours That also runs Great practice as well Like uh, she She knew Tom And she was i had been down to her Doing a case study for her She's a Sound healing therapist So Okay I was doing I was being one of her case studies And she said that Well Thomas and stuff And then He actually wanted at some stage To ring me about it Because we hadn't realised That we'd A festival got on Stuff like mm-hmm. that So
3: I that. think within the same The same week I texted Melanie saying Oh do you have that Tommy's Tommy's <laughs> number <laughs> yeah. I want to chat to him And see what he's up to Because it was only like a, about a week after Westwood that I heard that about like who Tommy was and what he did it's so like yeah. oh I, he seems like a cool guy I'd love to chat to him and I got his number and then I think two days later Tommy actually texted me <laughs> before I even got to him yeah. and I was kind of like hey do you want to have a have a call Um, running a festival so yeah it was funny
1: yeah it was it's funny yeah <laughs> it was all kind of strange how it happened right when I mean, you kind of just briefly make it all right but yeah we, we sat down with and just had a chat you know and I suppose like from us being being a small kind of independent festival and stuff like that, I think the greatest satisfaction is kind of, I suppose, doing a lot of the, you know, the build side of it and stuff like that, even though so many people contributed towards it, is that, you know, it's best, I feel best giving people the platform to be able to go do what they want to do. And people that are only starting out where a lot of artists, a lot of musicians, there's a lot of people out there that are, you know, in my opinion, just as good bands, just good musicians, just haven't got as much of a platform as anywhere else to yeah. be able to get up on stage to show what they can do. Because it's one of the hardest things, struggles to get into. It's like, how do you break into that world or break into that market? And I suppose to me, it's kind of been able to give a platform for that to people that are up-and-coming artists. You know, we won't be able to throw a couple of hundred grand of lineups or whatever yeah. else, you know, but what we can do is get your, give you good quality, high-end music that we think is, you know, good to suffice, along with opinions and recommendations of so many different people. Um... And you know Thomas has obviously been one of them, but like that is obviously as us as a festival, the core is kind of that's what we feel like we're best good at. It's like being able to give that. That's kind of actually for me is probably the most satisfaction I get out, which actually drives it. Is actually seeing people do their thing, you know, because it can't be underestimated. People getting up and doing their thing on stage, whether it be music, whatever it is that that switch might be something for them to go on to do bigger things. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's because that spark of playing in front of fifty people, jumping around having time, it might give you that little extra bit of step to kind of keep yeah. pushing the boundaries more and more, like you know, so
3: yeah just that like tiny bit of an opportunity like that's what happened to me um so even doing Westerville was that was my first time doing anything like that and um we mentioned Tara earlier I ended up Tara ended up kind of drafting me into do that installation and I just I'd never done anything like it before I basically proposed my ideas to her I was like this is what I think I can do (laughs) can can you give me a go and she gave me a lot of support um, and a lot of help and I did that. And like now I've been doing loads of de- different projects and networking and it's been, it's completely like pushed what I want to do now. Yeah. If I hadn't done that, gotten that small little bit of an opportunity, I don't really, I'd probably be a bit lost now, to be honest, and what I want to do yeah, in Yeah, the that, that so, kind of opened the, the yeah. initial door for you. Yeah. And at the time it felt like such a small little opportunity, but the amount of, amount of things that then were born from it was quite mad really so
0: yeah and the first year where was it held uh it was
1: in uh, Ross Common.
3: was in uh, Common the first year yeah we did in Ross Common.
1: um so we did it was tuesday um again you know like how this all even transpired and stuff like that where a lot of it inspired and where it came from was um we did it we did a party was we were Mount um, out in Barna golf club a while back and it was a fundraiser for the celtic chaos the Burnerman man um so they kind of came to to a party and a, a fundraiser.
2: Like they get, like what does that entail?
1: That entails like so, like to pull off the week long uh, event, say, uh, or the week long uh, camp at Burnerman for Celtic Chaos, uh, costs a lot of money. Essentially, yeah, of course. Uh, a huge amount of money because you're bringing out, you know, you're running seven days for like speakers, up, artists, like the whole setup is just it's a lot to pull it off. Food, yeah. bar, all the rest that goes into it. Logistics and all that, transport and all that. So, uh, a lot of money goes into it, and a lot of effort um, goes into it. And a lot of them, kudos to all the people in San Francisco. They put a huge, substantial amount of effort into it. Um, and they essentially, back home here, we, like you know, we and we still do. There's still like there's still you know, events that there's fundraisers for that. You know, uh, yeah. for the Caltech side of it. Um, and that we just basically did a fundraiser there, and what that entails is kind of doing a party. That one was quite busy, 150 people. Yeah. Um, bring them together, and then all the money just goes towards the camp. Um, okay. so it's a non-fundraiser kind of thing for them yeah. Um, but yeah as regards we met with and Tuesday there and they invited us down to the land just to have a look at it Um, you know and the kind of I suppose at the time was kind of an idea that uh, to do a festival outside of kind of Burnham Man which is kind of its own entity it's its own yeah. thing you know it's also non-profit and it's also a fundraiser for them so you know we always had dreams and aspirations I suppose of taking inspiration of course off that and multiple different festivals we've been to but always want to kind of have we independent to kind of do it as like, you know, I wonder could you ever could do this as nearly a full time gig, you yeah. know, as if, and to have something like that. No, now, I don't think actually in general, like it may never be a full time gig. It'd be something that you'd have as a, like a project that you can kind of, you know, as a passion always, you know, it's a great outlet for, for everything really to kind of be able to work with incredible artists, incredible musicians, people who are, you know, much, so much talent and want to bring and contribute on the community side of it and just bringing everyone together is, you know, it's enough in that like to kind of do, it, you know, um, but yeah, I suppose. Then we went down to we down to it for the first year. Um, and it went and it went really well. Um, really happy with it. Uh, it was just so we initially were meant to do it in twenty nineteen, and then two weeks before it, the old COVID kicked in and said that um you can't do it that year because the 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 old the, the, the old outdoor <laughs> again. I told like, everybody. <laughs> I told everybody it's like an old classic. where are just everyone excited the whole summer. Everyone's buzzing, ready to rock and roll, and then boom, just like that. I don't know there's a spike in numbers or something like that so they reduced outdoor gatherings from 200 to 10 so they cancelled it a couple of weeks out unfortunately is it like
2: the three year anniversary like today is it Joe? is it <laughs> isn't it I don't know didn't did they get didn't it shut shit, down like, shut down right before sounds Patties? about right actually yeah because I think mm-hmm. they did
1: because yeah. it was like tactical as Paddy's day was a big yeah mental obviously I was celebration
2: I was on the same plane as a uh, fucking Varadkar going to the States at the yeah time. I saw him get on the plane I was like that's the I was sitting next to America and I was like, "That's the the T shock of Ireland." She's like, "What?" I was like, "The Prime Minister of Ireland She's like, going to go visit that fucking cunt Trump."
1: Yeah, <laughs> so he was shutting it down. And he was heading off himself. Then yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 like yeah, nice yeah, yeah. Spring Break. I'm like. <laughs> shutting the whole country down, but I'm actually heading off to the States to have a good time. Yeah, yeah. sounds about right. Um, so yeah, we so unfortunately we did cancel it. Um, but I suppose it's like anything, it's like you know, in hindsight, maybe at the time, I suppose it was probably bigger and better the following year because yeah. you had another year. Then it was proper COVID, so we we're all yeah. kind of way more time on our hands, sitting around the place. So, so it was great. We kind of um, you did it in twenty twenty, and again, you know, thankfully I suppose there was luck was on our side as well that there was no real events on that summer, but it was still quite small. It was only maybe about hundred and thirty or forty people in total there. You know, um, the first year that was on, but of course it was like just when things were open up a bit, so it was like oh like, you know, everyone yeah, yeah. wanted to go. So <laughs> we actually you know couldn't get everyone fitting through the door that time, but. Um, what are you looking at these days? Uh, to, as capacity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say for this one, like the hope would be like four, four or five hundred. I suppose. Oh wow! Eight, that's well,
2: like a, that's a nice, like that's a nice number right there. Yeah, yeah,
1: I think like it will never be anything. Um, it will never be something substantially huge or massive. Yeah. like any of the big ones. I don't think we'll ever go into that world. You ever,
2: you ever go to like one of Jules's parties? Who's Jules? Jules. You know, Jules? Jules. Oh, Jules.
1: Jules. Oh, Jules. Oh, Jules. Yeah, Jules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down the same. Yeah, I've been Jules. there. yeah, yeah. Like, Down how many people go there? I would say, the one I went to, I'd say, oh, I'd say there's at least 150, 200 people anyway. Yeah. At yeah. least, 200,
2: at least. I always end up at those raves. Yeah, yeah. And just somehow.
1: <laughs> he does it good.
2: Someone calls, I'm like, I'm not going to the fuck, I'm not going to Jules's place. I'm not going to the rave. Yeah. And somehow
1: I always end up there. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's that kind of that kind of party it goes on for days. Who or like, right? but
2: but I mean that I mean of course that's something that's different again. But in yeah. my head, like it's sort of, I, I'm no, I'm not good at numbers, but four hundred, five hundred, that's a that's a lovely sized, in like festival. I'd yeah, say. Do you
1: know, I, that's what, that's what we hope we will get it to. Like I know, like you know, last year we probably include artists and stuff. We probably had about, I'd say about two fifty maybe on site or something yeah. like that. But like as you go, like as you get bigger and stuff, like it is a small festival. But like for us, I suppose we'd always look at a festival as a three-day event like a friday hmm. saturday and sunday regardless because we did it two days the first year because yeah. the owners of land were testing the waters we weren't sure ourselves we were a bit like geez i don't know like what we're getting ourselves into you can't just go straight ball deep into it and be like oh what's gonna happen like yeah. so we're a little bit hesitant kind of <laughs> yeah, minute, yeah. to know but like uh just especially common like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's wrong, yeah yeah but um so yeah we kind of um so yeah we always kind of want to do three days and I suppose in doing that you have a lot of people that contribute to make it happen like you mm. know I suppose you have we can have anywhere between 100, and 50, 100 just to pull it off like you yeah. know on site first of and course. foremost and then you will have whatever a couple of hundred people you know punters hopefully to get there but you know it's because it's small independently you rely on the community a lot to, you know to push the tickets and get the tickets to, to make it to make sense of it all you know yeah, yeah. So, so like you know that's a big part of it as well that we you know, rely on people to, to be able to push it to make sure that it gets to where it needs to get to but yeah Like it, you know There's a capacity there For reasons it's Just you don't want to go over Too much because yeah. There's a certain Like a lot of the feedback We're getting the last couple of years Is that It is small And people prefer it And it's like a tight. You, you, I think you, you get to know people And actually make proper friends off it Yeah Because if you're going into something That's You know what Like say Electric Picnic Has 80,000 people Like You'll be with your friends The weekend 80,000 is it? I think it's 80,000 wow. 80, That's a lot anyway There's upwards of that Maybe yeah, I'm getting yeah. mixed up With Burning Man but it's definitely up towards that number and it's huge like, but you know, something like that, like I went to when I was younger and stuff, but I suppose when you're walking through, like you'll obviously have a great time with your friends, yeah, but also if it's a smaller kind of area, mm. you'll talk to people more mm. because it's smaller with three people, you're going to see people more often, yeah. you're going to bounce off the same heads, so you kind of get, you take a lot more from it I think, I think when it's a bit more small and a bit more intimate, Yeah. Absolutely, sometimes it's like yeah. weddings, you know like weddings, you go to weddings at 200 or you go to a small one that's 40, yeah. they're just a bit more intimate, yeah, so I yeah. think obviously in a festival, <laughs> not so similar to a 40 person wedding, but that kind of idea that kind of ethos that you know you would be able to chat and like actually make friends and i know from from it i know from the fact that a lot of people have gone to it you know like have made a lot of friends from it and have taken inspiration off it and got on to do on great things just off the bounce of meeting people there like yeah and you know that energy and that kind of uniqueness i suppose is what keeps you driving it on you know and that's what's kind of that's the beauty of having a small independent it's just a community-based festival like.
0: yeah and you kind of keep the character of what you actually want And if you yeah. get too yeah. big, it can kind of get lost. Yeah,
1: because... You, like, you, but also, like, you, just in general, like, doing big... Like, like going into the big worlds and talking to people that, you know, throw big festivals and people who are involved in the festival game that, you know, it's quite a big... or It's a big operation, like, once you go into big numbers. Like, yeah. you know, there's a lot more in it as well, you know? There's a lot more organisation, a lot more, you know, it's things that go into the, into the fold to be able to pull them off, you know? So it's quite nice to be able to have... A nice little number that would be there, um, and yeah, like who knows in the future. I, like I don't think we'll ever go to that case because it would not be an interest. But like you know, it's a very much a slow burner. It's yeah. only year three.
0: Well, it seems from listening to what you're saying there, you're enjoying what you're doing now, and if you go bigger, there's more risk involved, yeah. and I suppose there's risk reward, whatever. But like if you go, get yourself into deep water, you know. It kind of takes the the enjoyment away from the experience maybe mm.
1: yeah like that's what it is you, you kind of you know you, you have to be cautious in it as well and kind of yeah. just you, you need to be conscious of, of people like as well you know i like for, for us like a core value is like, you want people to feel safe like yeah. you want people to be feel that there's pe- good people around the place that it's not you know you don't feel uncomfortable around there it's open to everyone you know and everyone looks after everyone it's a leave no trace festival it's like you bring your rubbish with you. You like you contribute to make it happen. to like an overall, sometimes if you go like I know I do I like and I kind of look at seeing the big massive festivals. Sometimes that uh, you see bulldozers coming in taking up the massive amounts of tents and stuff. And I know that's part and parcel of the game for like the big ones. And fair enough, like you like you wouldn't judge them, that's just what they have to do to clean the place up. You know, but like you know, we try to push and like you take your rubbish with you, it's leave no trace. Try to contribute as much and like leaving something like that. Overall, if you do that, put a small bit of effort in, if everyone works together. You know, leaving you generally feel better off it, you know, yeah. and I suppose kind of being able to maintain that is when you have a nice little, you know, relatively small enough number where it's kind of everyone can kind of contribute and kind of get that message across, so everyone's kind of on the same wavelength.
0: Yeah, you don't want to leave the area looking like a no, like you don't want to. Because zone, it, I, like-
1: that was a big thing last year, even with and Catlin that we're doing, were kind enough to give us their land, you know. Was that Ross Common? No, that's not Ross Common. So sorry, yeah, I suppose to bring it back, we never said the first year was in Ross Common, which went okay. great, and then the second year we went up to, which is last year. Uh, we went to Ballyglunin, uh, in County Galway. So, okay. uh, it's Galway Gamping. So that's why we we went, moved to there. Um, and again, beautiful land. Like it's incredible. Like incredible land.
2: Did you know in Roscommon, the highest grossing film was a complete tie down to the scent between Patriot Games and Cool Runnings? Now that's isn't sense. that <laughs> insane? Yeah, like down to the cent. It was the, the the exact same amount of money made with those two films in Roscommon. <laughs> and like they actually showed cin- that at as the as first as year. As it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like how I many think cin- that's undesigned. Isn't that, like, how many <laughs> cinemas are there in Ross Common? Not <laughs> a lot. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> but anyway, sorry, go on. No, no, no. It's an interesting fact. I like that. Um, yeah, so I suppose, like, again, it's like these things with Joan Cotton And, you know, it's their first time ever doing something like that. And testing to them, they were... You know, anything we've done in the past, we, we always have good reviews off anyone that we went to, hmm. not including any events and stuff we've done. So, you know, that was kind of, you go with that. And, you know, uh, we even did it with Roscommon. They just couldn't do it the following year, they the their own bed in the land, different things like that. But, you know, they're all positives that people aren't going. Like, you, just, you know, we come in and we respect the land and respect the people around the place. And it's like, we don't take advantage to go in and tear the place apart. Like, you know, which would be some fear where a lot of people who don't know anything about like festivals, they didn't yeah. never experienced anything like that like they do hens and a few different things they've done a small weddings and stuff like that so they did it in kind of in fairness like it took a bit of a bunt in us and, and, and i'm glad they did and you know thank you i suppose i can say it in there yeah. like you know if they are if they listen to it because it does take people like that along with everyone else that contributes artists musicians like everyone people in the room everyone that's here it's like it does take a big wide effort for a lot of people to pull this thing off like and to pull these things off so we went there and they were blown away by how 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 good how Kind and how good our community was And the people that were there Because they were respecting the land Because that's the biggest fear Is that you respect the land like the amount Like that's that's where they live That's like, so what they own Does it and, still look
2: like A mud hole afterwards
1: uh, Well last year No no last year was fine It depends like Because yeah. we set up A couple of tap water points Depends on the weather though Depends on, right, on the weather Like look yeah. we did it in September last year And we got absolutely We yeah. got lucky like yeah, Like there was a yeah. few A little bit of rain, drizzle yeah. It was cold like definitely And I yeah. suppose that's why a lot like There was a lot of reasons We brought a forward this year To the June bank holiday Um and a lot to do is with the bank holiday. Like if you go, it's some people have to leave Sunday because they're working Monday. So like to do the three day, I think you need a bank holiday. Yeah. Because people like take off. And, like obviously you'd be a bit busted afterwards. So like Monday, you know Monday you want to be take it off and Wait a are I bank mean... holidays planned?
2: Like you know when it's coming up? Like all year long. Yeah, generally. Yeah, sure, yeah. 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 yeah oh, okay. Yeah. All right.
1: So they usually set set in stone. I think okay. there's a new one this year, though, wasn't there? <laughs> yeah, this it. Yeah. Was there a new yeah. one? there was a new one this year, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. They had one. Um, St. Bridget's, St. Bridget's, yeah, yeah. they had one.
2: Soon though, isn't it? Isn't that? It? <laughs> no, that was, gone. It's it gone. gone. <laughs> it's gone.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. tells
0: you enough. So, <laughs> what <laughs> so, Thomas, you call it? Um, so tomorrow's. When was the last time
2: you we made a St. Bridget's cross? Secondary school or primary yeah. school, probably. Ah. I'd say. I don't think I ever made one. No. I was raised Protestant. Yeah. Were you?
0: Yeah. Wow. How long do we know each other? I never huh? knew that. You never knew that. <laughs>
2: never. I'm not. I mean, I'm not a Protestant, but I know. Culturally, I'm Catholic.
0: Yeah. Um. Tomas, you were involved in um the second year and yeah. the installation that you brought was the wizard hat, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, tell me a bit about that.
3: So it was it was like an kind of an audiovisual sculpture, I think is the best way to describe it. Um so myself and two other friends, ended up being four of us really that um made it, so we designed it and built it together. Um what it was, essentially, to describe it visually for you, it was, uh, what would you say, maybe 16 foot?
1: I'd say it was at least, yeah. I'd say it was Yeah, 16, about, about 16, 16 foot, foot tall
3: say, yeah. sculpture of a wizard's hat. So it was about six foot off the ground and you'd step in under like the brim of the hat and look up inside it. And inside it was basically a really fancy kind of, prism kaleidoscope oh wow um so yeah so the so the kaleidoscope was um all made with like kind of like mirrors and lights and i programmed all the lights and um adam uh, my friend who also designed it did like generative uh, audio piece so we had speakers in at the brim so basically when you'd stand in under it you'll be kind of like immersed in this kind of like light show and sound and um, and you could just fit one head inside which was quite cool yeah and um, you're looking up and, and kind of seeing your face everywhere and um yeah and the the lights and the audio were synced which made a big difference um so it basically that was the idea of the sculpture and um in the end it kind of turned out to be this kind of cool little safe haven spot in the festival where people would go and uh, like chill out so Tommy had given us um, our own kind of like area where we set it up and um yeah it was fun it was a really fun project we got really good like feedback from it which was amazing i didn't expect um <laughs> people to actually kind of like it so much and i think it had a nice effect on the festival like i personally really liked just kind of going and chilling out by it it was and amazing. actually
0: recorded audio of people's interactions with it or is that
3: just uh, from the social media that was the social media so yeah um my brother and a few friends um were there and yeah we just kind of captured people's experiences in it which was which is quite nice um which was kind of hard to do. It was a very like personal experience sticking your head up into yeah, this yeah. small yeah. little Clinch, thing yeah exactly we <laughs> to my brother the gopro on a pole and like suck that off the top and uh but yeah it was it was cool um,
0: and are you hoping to bring something um similar to that or something different than to this year or?
3: uh yes and no so um me, I'm in my final year of college this year and since the festival has like moved to June, I don't have as much time to be involved with it, which is a huge shame, but it's it's the way it is. But um Adam, my other kind of partner in crime, as it is, is uh has he's kinda taken the reins and he's designing kind of an entrance way. Um yeah. so that's turned out pretty cool. I was actually only really chatting to him properly there this week about it and um some good ideas so yeah so i'm helping him as much with that as i can but i'm not really i won't be around for quite as long as to go building it and um all that but yeah yeah it's cool he's probably,
1: been a, he's probably been a little bit modest there he'll be contributing sometimes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I as, as much as i can it's he, um he still does a lot even though he's fine here <laughs> he says that he's not doing it he's like oh, i can't do much but then he ends up doing it anyway yeah. so who goes to him
0: so the um the dates were changed Correct. Um, yeah. So you you had a bit of news then toward, about something then happening in September.
1: Um. What? Explain that again. What?
0: All together now. Oh, what? oh sorry.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies. Excuse me. There. I was just like, did I? Um. Yeah. So so yeah, we got some again some like a great opportunity for all of us, um, for everyone involved in it. Um, the first year that we did aloe down in Ross Common, um, there was uh one girl that was down there. Um, she. she she, or more she more sorry i think and as she said she basically had an association of some description of altogether now um and it seemed kind of you know the actual atmosphere and the vibe that was down there and kind of how good it was and how sound everyone was and how you know how safe the, the festival was and there was an just an opportunity to talk to Robbie butler who's who's the founder of altogether now um incredible man like one of the stalwarts of 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 promotion in in Ireland in general it would have started Electric Picnic, back when it was first originated and then kind of sold it on as it got like the scaled up a small bit and stuff. Um. So yeah, he does he pod and fruit and stuff like that. So one of a one of the, an inspiring figure for sure mm. to be able to lead the charge in the festival world to to do what he does to the size and the capacity. Can honestly blows my mind as well. And even when mm. I see it, it's like even to pull something out like that off, it's a big admiration for him. So. Um. Yeah. He, he. We went to meet him. Um. That was after the. That was after the first year. Um. And it was a quite close to together, which is the August Bank holiday. Um. And it was kind of once we had the actual chat with him initially, it was just probably a year too premature for us because we were focusing on doing our own in September and we just weren't sure beforehand and. Of course. Yes. It just didn't work out with the timing of it. I think it was too big of a project to take on at the time. We just kind of needed another solid year under our belt after mm. learning so much in the first year. Cause again, not knowing what what was going to happen, and it's like the same. It's like you, you know, you That's the beauty of the festival is the excitement of it as well. That you don't really know what's going to happen on there. Do you, you know, have, said, do you have
2: like, dirt bikes at the festival? <laughs> yeah, not yet. I know. Uh, I think I have a man that might quads. bring some though. Quads. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Golf yeah. carts and quads. Golf carts,
1: some wrestling. That was another one that was moved mo- recently. Golf carts
2: and putine. Putine, uh, yeah. That's, it, that's your own stall. You yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> It's a new special, drink some butchene and drive some quad bikes around the place. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, sounds about right, no problem.
0: That sounds like more of a Burning Man thing. Yeah, actually. yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, really does. Yeah. Cool.
1: yeah, I think it's a bit more wireless, but let's see what we can do sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so, yeah, the, after that year when we kind of went to have the chat, it was kind of just more initially that it didn't make sense um, and then we did the second year, which again was a great success and everyone had a great time and, I think the kind of The word kind of spread A little bit more And I suppose Bringing it back to it, Like the forms The application I think that told this year With the amount of people that heard about it You know um, And thankfully We went to meet him again re- Like you know Before Christmas And stuff like that Went down to walk the land Where all together I was on Down in Waterford And
0: It's a lovely place
1: It's a beautiful It's mm. the it's the largest Privately owned estate In Ireland Is it? Yeah it's incredible It's mind blowing It's definitely the nicest
0: Location league. I've ever been For a festival definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's you, it's I was there last oh, year Oh you're there last
1: year Yeah I was, that was mm. my first Year last year yeah. As well So we went
2: you down. Were
0: We had the same conversation (laughs) in a different episode. (laughs) 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 Plug in your other (laughs) episode now. (laughs) Which which episode? Uh, I can't remember. Probably with um, Mitch, I'd say. Probably. When when Audrey was over. Audrey
2: Byron. Byron. Yeah. What?
0: Yeah. (laughs) You had had the same reaction. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I
2: don't go to festivals anymore, lads. Yeah. Too much acid in my youth. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough.
0: But, um... So to, to to cycle back to mm-hmm. um, Elu LeGras, So, um, w- what do you have planned for everyone for this year then? Um,
1: so yeah, I suppose yeah, I suppose for Elu this year. Um, do you mean for all together now? I suppose Altogether all now. Yeah, it's like we basically he's invited us to do an area down there this year. So mm. we'll be doing that in August bank holiday. So we'll be doing ours in June that in August. Um, so yeah, that will be in the pipeline after that to do two well, live live stage down there, live bands and a DJ down there have their own little area. So that's a huge excitement for us, definitely. Yeah. So we're looking forward to doing that. Um and yeah, it's going to be a big event for everyone involved. It's a great platform for a lot of different arts, and musicians, and anyone that's part of, you know, the Guardian community to to bring people to the floor. So we're looking forward to that, definitely. Very exciting, big opportunity, very thankful for. It. Yeah. Um but yeah, to bring it back to Elu, like like for Elu this year, we've definitely like you obviously but doing a certain size of the festival, it's kind of we've opened up as diverse as you possibly can. Like, I mean, there's this huge passion within a group, like I'm massive into my food and cooking and stuff like that. Like, I'd love to do you know food exhibition expos and all that. I suppose it's just with the size of what it is, you need to be realistic of what you can pull off, you know, without going mad and throwing like you having this insane. You'd probably budget. pull off a curry, go pull off a curry, yeah, chickpea curry. i doing, <laughs> some pillow rice. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like there's loads of things that like we'd love to do, and you know, I suppose you just need to be realistic in our budgets and how we actually pull it off. And we do rely on. Like solely on our ticket sales And stuff like that yeah. So there's always a balance Of trying to be able to Get people through the door uh, And then obviously Wanting to do Everything Bigger yeah. Better Wilder Stronger You know As like as much as you possibly can yeah. We'd love to You know It seems to be this is what it is So for this year We we'll definitely have Like proper live Big bands that are coming in We have our own stage That we're on the water It's going to be separate To what it was last year uh, We're going to introduce A new stage Down by a church That's on site And stuff like that Oh wow um, So yeah I think they'll be Over Anywhere from I think 150 out yeah, to like nearly 200, maybe to contributing towards maybe 160 artists. Oh, to, to wow. playing over well, the weekend or something like that. So, there's a
0: church on site. What yeah, is the place? <laughs> what is yeah, the I mean, place? In, in my head, it's <laughs> not a farm, no, it's
1: no, it's it's a camping and glamping business. That's that's essentially it's, well, it's it's hard to describe it. <laughs> it, it is hard to explain, but, what yeah, it is, but yeah. like it, it's it is a camping and glamping business, but they don't really a mini Glendalock, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> a mini Glendalock, that's probably a good way of saying that. But they don't really do that As much anymore They used to do it um, They used to have yurts and stuff on site Used to rent out But then they, could, they had to get rid of them For for some reason I'm not exactly sure What the reason was But they, they had to get rid of them anyway So they kind of do like Small weddings Or like hens and stuff That they come in on the weekends yeah. People stay there Did um, they do stags? No I think they did one this I, think they, I think they literally. I think they literally did one and say, "Not nah, a chance." Yeah. I have a feeling. I don't even know if they even did. I made them smart enough I'm not even to film. They will
2: to even fire Richie Stag. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, That's amazing. They'll, they'll they'll host the festival for two years running. <laughs> the do yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. No. yeah. So I think they kind of learned that. They learned that the hard way. That I think stags are maybe a bit messier, but um, yeah. So like. It's it's an old bell tower that was in sight. It's it's an old building and there was a church that with the original buildings in site And they bought it when it was a ruins. I think I think it was maybe thirty or forty years ago. Um, and then he rebuilt. He's a builder himself and very handy with his hands. And he's built a lot of like a frames accommodations that are on site and stuff like that and sheds and different things. Um, and a lot of the furniture and stuff he's built himself and then he rebuilt the bell tower then he rebuilt the cottage and then well, they did up all the churches on site it's an old it's an old school L church very, quite small you know like nothing too big uh, but that was the original building that's on there so you know it's high rise ceiling it's got the cool glass in it and stuff like that it's, a be- it's, it's an incredible site and to be honest gorgeous n- nobody so. actually they don't really promote it as much but here I am promoting it So yeah, as as if they don't like it's no, a word I'm, of mouth kind of thing do you know what I mean yeah. Yeah. It's, where, where kind in of, County Galway is it again it's in Ballygloon Ballet so boom. it's about if you're going out towards uh it's like Claire Clare, Galway and Ormore Oh right, from okay. That. Oh right. If you're really halfway there, yeah. yeah I yeah, think yeah, that yeah. makes sense, yeah.
2: Claire Galway or Outside, so, so it's kinda of like if you keep going past Clara or you go. Go past right. that big shitty hotel.
1: Yeah, and then the pitch that's there, and then you oh, go the right pitch. there, and then if you keep going across that way, it'll bring you across okay, to it. Okay, cool. Um, oh, that's a
2: grand old spot. Yeah, it's a beautiful it's spot. Lovely, no, yeah.
1: honestly, it's I the only reason really that we heard about it was because um like I said they have to get rid of those yurts that they had on site this, the place that we did the year before in Roscommon in Weston Tuesday spot um, they actually bought the yurts off Joe and Kathleen because oh, right. they got rid of them and they were like it was actually a place up in Galway because we like, it was funny it was, we rang literally after that we were like right well let's just explore Ireland and see where you could do it we weren't married to anywhere like, Galway is the ideal scenario because we're, yeah. we're from mm. Galway but we rang around the whole country and we went to a few different spots and the only reason that we because this place wasn't really online so we'd actually like we googled as much as you could but we'd like and then go we like we heard about it and we eventually found a number for it online yeah. we rang them and they were kind enough to take out and obviously wasn't Tuesday were, had great things to say about it so they just couldn't host it again They'd, a few events themselves you know of course so they put like you know good recommendation everything else and all our letters that we had from the past events that we've done and um, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful land it really is like it's incredible like and you know it's the the amount of care that they put into the land was like that was the biggest part about all of it I just knew because they were around for the whole weekend but they had their friends in and stuff like that like they did enjoy it they were yeah. a bit obviously apprehensive Kind of like, gee, like What's oh, going on at the festival I mean, You know as yeah. anyone would Like even if I was having my land I was like Who are these boys coming yeah. in Or whatever you Dude, know hippies. Who are all these people coming in? Who are these guys What's going to happen here So I we're a little bit A little bit on edge For the weekend But like as it kind of went on they kind of You know Let yeah, yeah, out yeah. and chilled out A small bit And saw that everyone was actually sound, Everyone sounded it wasn't yeah. any badness Or everyone was cool
3: Yeah the one thing I think I remember chatting to Joe and Kathleen On the Sunday And people were kind of Heading off and they just couldn't get over like the kindness and how friendly people were. So at first mm. they're be very apprehensive with all these people in their costumes and stuff showing up. But um yeah, they couldn't they couldn't get over just the whole ethos and how just like kind and yeah, people really like take taking care of the space. Mm. Um, which yeah, which I, I suppose that's what the festival is about and that's why I Tommy likes has talked about keeping it like in low numbers you get the right yeah. crowd and the right people and it's usually word of mouth you tell friends of friends and uh, nice it makes it huge, makes it, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, we're a nice little bunch then yeah, yeah. yeah and they but, know their limits yeah yeah,
1: yeah. They know, but, they, they, yeah exactly yeah they know the experience they know they know what they what they do what they do like and don't like
0: so for people um that haven't bought tickets where can where can they find Ailu Le Gras you can they find
1: Ailu Le if you we have a website if you wanted to google Ailu um, Le can you spell that Uh E-father A-L-U-father L-E-G or father or what does it mean in English escape at love oh lovely yeah yeah I went to what does it say in English escape at love okay great yeah so yeah I went to an all Irish primary school it's called Nodg and jazz as well so yeah Irish is definitely prevalent like speaking it as well and to try to incorporate that as much as we can in the festival as well okay. and there's a lot of that uh, that we want to add to it as well as much as we go along to it you know and add to be a rooted festival and that's a lot of it why it's community based as well and blessedly it's in the Guelph as well so um, yeah that's where if you want to sorry, if you want to get the tickets you'll get it on get it online you don't need to spell it with the father for people who might get confused <laughs> by Irish E-A-L-U-L-E-L-E-G-O-R-A you'll get it that way too um, and then we're on Instagram or on Facebook as well um, and yeah all, like there's contacts on there as well if there's anything that people think they can contribute or want to contribute like we're we're open ears we'll listen to anyone that people want to get involved or whatever the thing they can bring to the table to help um, then yeah there's all contacts and emails and stuff that are on our website and yeah reach out and all words fantastic, fantastic. Yeah. that's
2: great
0: isn't it jinx, what? jinx. are we both fantastic <laughs> at the same time <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so thanks so much lads for coming in no, um, no. Tomás thanks for Tom. having us appreciate it big time no problem yeah, right. thank yes. you very much it's brilliant. brilliant thanks very much ok thanks everybody uh, keep an eye out for the next episode of uh, The Snub Presents Élu Le Gras bye Shall bye on. bye